Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and we are in the season after Epiphany. In this season, we have followed Jesus from the beginning of his ministry, from his baptism, and now up until his transfiguration, when Jesus turns to head to the cross, and we turn into the season of Lent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. Come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Matthew, chapter 16. We read this morning, verses 21 through 28. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hand of the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan, you are a hindrance to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any wish to come after me, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. And what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. One day Jesus asked his disciples to tell him what people were saying about him, about who he was. The disciples gave him some answers. Perhaps John the Baptist come back to life. Some were saying Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And then Jesus asked the disciples to tell him who they thought he was. Simon Peter confessed that Jesus was the Christ to the Messiah, God's Son. 
Jesus said that Peter's answer was inspired by the Holy Spirit. This is the proclamation that we heard from the Heavenly Father at his baptism, and we will hear it again at his transfiguration. We will hear it most loudly on Easter Sunday when he is raised from the dead. Truly, this is God's Messiah, God's Son. Jesus also told the disciples not to proclaim that message until after he had been raised from the dead. The section that we just heard this morning is Jesus' teaching about the surprising work and service of the Messiah and what it means to be numbered among his people. Now that the confession about his identity is out, now that the proclamation is comes to a, to a head, saying that Jesus is the Christ, Jesus has to explain what that means. The cross is what lies ahead for Jesus and all who would follow him. That is a death and a resurrection. Yes, there is glory ahead for Jesus and for those who follow him, but it is the glory of the cross, the glory of obedience to God's will and faithfulness to God's love, the glory that God desires to give to all who trust themselves into the death and resurrection of Christ, to all who are redeemed, to faith, to love, to trust in God alone. We often wonder what it means for us to take up our cross and follow Jesus. I think it begins with remembering our baptism. Because it is in our baptism that we die with Christ and are raised with Christ to live now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, to live as God's child. In this baptism, we are entrusted in faith and love to Christ into this way of Christ's self-giving love, the way that we hear him teach us in the Sermon on the Mount, the way that we are commanded to listen to what Jesus is saying so that we could follow him. This way of living leads us to the cross and to God's promise of resurrection and life. And it begins with faith, a faith given by the Holy Spirit to confess who Jesus is, and also a faith of the Holy Spirit continuing to abide in us that gives us the strength to trust Jesus enough to live by following him and his words. And it ends in the glory of God's love. Isn't that also what we heard at Jesus' baptism? The Heavenly Father's incredible and undying love for the Son. We'll hear it again at his transfiguration, along with the Heavenly Father's command to listen to Jesus, and we will see it most powerfully displayed when Jesus is raised from the dead. The Heavenly Father's love for the Son shows us God's love for us and for this whole world in Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for people living in communities plagued by violence, for those who work to bring peace, for those working for international harmony, for the sick, the mourning, for those who care for them, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else and for what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.